Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Conscious Resistance Network, and today we have a short, quick, but important fact check for you today. We are going to fact check the fact checkers, and we've done this in the past, and it's another time to do it because, well, they're spreading nonsense again, and I'll let you guys decide what you believe once we get to the story. But first, I want to let you guys know, today is Friday as I'm recording this, and the activation tour, the second leg of the tour, kicks off today. In just a couple hours after recording this, I'll be headed to Oklahoma tomorrow. Miriam and I are going to be speaking at MidFest in Oklahoma. Uh, we're traveling with Ramiro Romani of The Greater Reset. And we are going to be going from Oklahoma to Iowa. We'll be in Iowa this weekend with Jason Burmis. We're going to be in Tennessee soon with Ryan Christian of The Last American Vagabond. And lots of other great guests and speakers. Check it out at activationtour.org if you guys are going to be in the Midwestern or East Coast of the United States and would like to connect and hear some solutions. So with that said, I'd like to remind you guys also to bookmark my website, theconsciousresistance.com. Guys, this is the home for all of my content where I've been broadcasting for the last 10 years. You can find my documentaries for free. You can download my books for free. You can watch our latest documentary, The Pyramid of Power, and you can also follow us on all of our social media. Guys, if you follow me on social media, especially if you're watching this on Facebook, don't follow me there. Follow me on Float, Hive, Minds, my text list, BitChute, Odyssey, Telegram, DLive, Rockfin, anywhere else but Facebook. Please follow me on these other platforms. And you can also sign up for our email newsletter here on the website. So I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and I saw this fact check pop up. Bill Gates's comments on vaccine and unsustainable population growth in a 2010 TED Talk have been misrepresented, according to Reuters and AP. A 2010 TED Talk about reducing carbon emissions from Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates said that one of the factors contributing to high levels of carbon emissions is population growth and that better health care could help lower unsustainable population growth, according to Reuters, the Associated Press, and factcheck.org. Update. The headline of this moment has been amended to clarify that Gates' com comments about population growth were taken out of context. So some of you might have seen this talk. I'll show you the clip in just a second. It's a 2010 talk called Innovating to Zero, where Gates is discussing using vaccines to reduce unsustainable population growth and lower carbon emissions. And people are sitting here thinking, what exactly does that mean? How does that, what does that look like if you're saying vaccines are going to slow the growth of population. How does that even make sense, right? So that's kind of one of the confusions, let's say that. Um, and we'll get to that in just a moment. And according to the fact check, here's what you need to know from the fact checkers themselves. Gates was referring to reducing uh, the reduction of population growth, not the reduction of population by 10 to 15%, reports Reuters. And the Associated Press says, the billionaire philanthropist has spoken about the benefits of slowing the rate of population growth, but he has not advocated killing people. And it's just so crazy that that's even a thing now. Okay, so let's go ahead and check out these fact checks. Bill Gates never said 3 billion people need to die. I don't know that anybody's ever claimed he said that, but we'll go with it. And this is usually how the fact checks work though, right? They usually take a claim that nobody's really even saying, like they have partial the truth, and then they say, okay, well, you know, they created this straw man. This is what a straw man argument is. Oh, Bill Gates said 3 million people need to die. I don't think any of us have ever claimed that. And then when you can't find that statement, oh, clearly this is false. So let's see if that's what they're doing. Claim Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates wants to eliminate at least 3 billion people in the world starting in Africa in a plot involving vaccines. AP says false. Gates never said this. The billionaire philanthropist has spoken about the benefits of slowing the rate of population growth, but he has not advocated killing people. <clears throat> And this is, of course, from that same video. 
And so now they're saying there are tw Twitter and Instagram posts claiming that Gates wants to kill people. And, uh, you know, I'm going to show you in a moment if there's any truth to those claims. But the point here is that they're pointing out social media um, claims from some guy, naturopath Robert Young, um, saying that, you know, Gates is involved in various conspiracies to kill billions of people. And they quote him here. And he says, in the words of Bill Gates, at least three billion people need to die. So we'll just start off in Africa, start doing our research there. Obviously, Gates didn't say that. So if that's what you're fact checking, then that's that's false. That guy did made that up. I don't think we've ever seen a quote from Bill Gates saying that. But he, what he's referencing is the TED Talk. So they use this guy's sort of summary uh, of what Bill Gates said and his interpretation and, t you know, takes it out of context. And then they use that to debunk that. Um, so what is the, what, let's just talk about that though. What does Bill Gates even mean though? If you <clears throat> increase vaccine status and reproductive healthcare services, here's his full quote. The world is today has 6.8 billion people. We're headed to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive healthcare services, we lower that by 10 or 15%. Now he's saying population is headed to 9 billion. And so he's saying we lower population, population growth is what they're claiming by 10 to 15%. So they say Gates was talking about reducing the rate of population, not uh, population growth, not population by 10 or 15%. And in past interviews, Gates has argued that improving vaccines and healthcare can paradoxically, I think it's interesting that they, know, that they kind of mention, they, they make note of that it seems weird. How can improving healthcare and increasing vaccines, which are supposed to be good for us, slow down population growth. Wouldn't that make population growth increase since there'd be healthier people living for a longer lifetime and people, you know, if they're getting all these healthy, good vaccines, they're living longer. So they say that Gates says vaccines and healthcare can paradoxically slow the rate of population growth in poor countries because it lowers the child mortality rate. So with more children making it to adulthood, Gates has said, parents may choose to have a smaller family size. And in a 2012 interview, Gates said, quote, amazingly, as children survive, parents feel like they'll have enough kids to support them in their old age, so they choose to have less children. And so I think that's an interesting idea, right? Let's talk about that for a moment. Because it is true that historically, some families, especially I'd say farming families, have chosen to have large families because they need workers in the field, they need people to take care of them when they get old, things of this sort. Big families were a, a thing for numerous reasons, tribal reasons, but also maybe practical, pragmatic reasons, like we need some hands, you know, more hands for work. So in the case of poor folks in Africa that Gates is focused on, and living in poverty, they see an increase in, um, you know, births in poverty, lots of kids being produced. And so he's saying, if you increase vaccines, increase healthcare, people are going to be healthier, they're going to live longer, and thus they will say, hey, we're healthier now. There's no reason to have as many kids to take care of us because we can take care of ourselves. I mean, I guess you could make that argument. I definitely would want to see the research and the data on that. And if you've got the data one way or the other that proves that that's true, let's see Gates's sources, or if you've got reports that debunk that, uh, then I would love to see that as well, right? Because on the surface, it does. I think it is paradoxical or it's counterintuitive to think that, okay, by making people healthier and living longer, we're going to end up slowing population growth. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Maybe you could argue that case, right? So let's check this other fact check before we look deeper into Gates' words himself. Fact check, Bill Gates' quote about vaccine and population growth has been taken out of context again. 
So they go through the same, pretty much the same thing. And he says, first, we got the population. It's the same quote. They say, however, Gates was not suggesting that pop global population be should be killed off using vaccines. He is instead saying that improving public health using vaccines can reduce unsustainable population growth in the future and with it lower carbon uh, emissions. So they go on to, you know, give some more information and they say verdict missing context in a talk about reducing co2 emissions gates said that vaccines in healthcare could bring future population growth to a sustainable level okay so it's been fact checked by ap by reuters by twitter by who was the other one factcheck.org and they're all saying anybody who thinks that gates said that we need to reduce population is crazy okay ap ap reuters that's what they claim now let's look deeper though here is the TED Talk right here, 2010. There's Innovating to Zero, Bill Gates. And I found the transcript. We're going to see if we can get to this directly to the point here in the talk where he's talking about this. So I just did a keyword search for the word zero because I remember he mentioned zero a few different times. So we're going to go down here. All right. Now here's the one thing that they leave out of Bill Gates's fact check. And that's going to be based on the number of people. We're going to go back just a little bit. And somehow we have to make changes that... Now, before I play this, I want you to really pay attention to this and listen to what he's saying. Because he, he does a little equation on the screen, and I'll read you the full equation after he says it. But pay attention to what he's saying. He's talking about population growth, talking about carbon emissions. And, you know, he's saying, like, we have to get one of these numbers down to zero. And the crowd laughs because they realize, like, what he's implying. I mean, I guess they think it's a joke is that one of those numbers have to get down to zero. How do, you get, how do you get carbon emissions down to zero? You really can't. How do you get healthcare down? You know, the only number that put, could be potentially going down to zero is population. And just, just listen to what Bill Gates says here. We'll bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Okay. I want you to even notice, I didn't never notice this before, but so he's sitting there, there's some people laughing, some maniacal laugh. The whole crowd doesn't laugh, but Bill Gates has that weird look he gets on his face. CO2. People, services per person, energy per unit, and then carbon used per those, you know, those units. The only thing, you know, how do you get services per person down to zero? Well, I guess if there's no people and they don't need services, you can get that down. Energy, you know, you could try to get that down. But what does that mean? A world that, that still doesn't help his case because maybe he's not talking about killing people, but he's talking about eliminating all use of energy to save the planet. But notice that as he's making this joke and he says... Probably we're going to have to get one of these numbers pretty close to zero to make that happen. Look on the screen. They have bracketed P, which he just said was for people. And then you see below it is bracket and showing people. So is that a coincidence that he's making that sort of joke? 
uh, here, I'm going to play it again. You make up your own mind what you think he means. On average for each service and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. The second factor is the services we use. This encompasses everything, the food we eat, clothing, TV, uh, heating. These are very good things. Uh, getting rid of poverty means providing these services to almost everyone on the planet. And it's a great thing uh, for this number to go up. In the rich world, perhaps the top one billion, we probably could cut back and use less. But every year, this number on average is going to go up. And so overall, that will more than double the services delivered per person. Here we have a very basic service. Do you have lighting in your house to be able to read your homework? And in fact, these kids don't, so they're going out and reading their schoolwork under the street lamps. Now, efficiency, E, the energy for each service, here, finally, we have some good news. We have something that's not going up. Through various inventions and new ways of doing lighting, uh, through uh, different types of cars, uh, different ways of building buildings. There are a lot of services where you can bring the energy for that service down quite substantially. Some individual services even bring it down by 90%. There are other services like how we make fertilizer or how we do air transport where the rooms for improvement are far, far less. And so overall here, if we're optimistic, we may get a reduction of a, a factor of three to even perhaps a factor of six. So I want to pause there and look, I will just acknowledge. So now that I've showed you the bracket there when he was making the joke, it was on P for population for people. Now they do have an arrow though going up. So they're expecting population to go up. They're expecting services to go up. He's expecting like we can get energy use down, right? And get some of these things down. So is he saying that the population was the one that needs to get down to zero? Um, based on what he's saying right here with the full context it, he might be talking about energy i'm going to play this last one before i share some more but i just want you to think about that right because for one the fact check from reuters and, and ap is saying some random facebook post claims that bill gates said there's gonna be three billion people that died nobody i don't know where anywhere that people are claiming that if they are it's false the other one basically is saying that, you know, it's counterintuitive, paradoxical, but if you vaccinate more people and give more health care, there will be slower population growth. Let's let's review that in just a moment, but let's let him wrap up here with the final letter and then, you know, you think you tell me what you think. But for these first three factors now, we've gone from twenty six billion to at best uh, maybe thirteen billion ton. And that just won't cut it. So let's look at this fourth factor. Uh, this is gonna be a key one. And this is the amount of CO2 put out for each unit of energy. And so the question is, can you actually get that to zero? Uh, if you burn coal, no. Uh, if you burn natural gas, no. Almost every way we make electricity today, uh, except uh, for the emerging renewables and nuclear, uh, puts out CO2. 
And so what we're going to have to do at a global scale is create a new system. And so we need energy miracles. Okay, so I think we've heard enough from there. Look, I'll put the link to those for those of you who never actually heard that. I want to say this, first of all. I think that upon hearing some more of his talk, I do think many people are probably taking it out of context. I don't hear Bill Gates specifically advocating for reducing the population there. He didn't say 3 billion people are going to die. He makes the joke about we're one of these numbers is going to get, have to get pretty near down to zero. And most of us who hear that, we interpret that as like, okay, how can you get, like I said earlier, is he talking about zero population growth? Is The last one he's talking about is energy units. And he's saying that one needs to get down to zero. But again, even if you think about that, this is the technocrat, the Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations Agenda 2030 um, initiative, their agenda to make it where you can't use any energy, you can't drive, you can't travel. You know, now in the age of COVID-1984, we're hearing more and more about climate lockdowns. This is what they're describing is maybe we have to seize control of the energy and we get to decide who can use what energy at what point. Do they have carbon credits, carbon allowances? These things are coming more into discussion. I'm going to be doing some more reports on that soon. And that could be more what he's referring to. Does that mean we should just write this off and say, okay, these people are all paranoid. Bill Gates has no concerns of population growth uh, limiting or population reduction. That's all fake. Not so fast. Okay, we're very quickly going to hop over to my article here for The Last American Vagabond. Let me go ahead and show this to you guys. For those of you who might have missed it last year, it's a three-part series on Bill Gates called Bill Gates' Web of Money and Influence. And you go to part three here. This is on thelastamericanvagabond.com. Health surveillance, event 201, and the Rockefeller connection. Guys, if you haven't read this, I encourage you to read it. All the information will be in the show notes. I just want to bring you your awareness to one part as I, that I ended this article with. And that is by drawing the distinction between the Gates family and the Rockefeller families. That they have been friends, they have been, you know, they have been allies for generations. And they, in fact, there's even a familial connection. I showed you that Gates is related to the Rockefeller family via Nelson Rockefeller, who's a former president, vice president of the U.S. He is um, a distant cousin of his. But also there's pictures of the Gates Foundation and, uh, you know, the David Rockefeller and uh, Bill Gates' dad, William Gates Sr., hanging out, spending time, as well as the Gates. Let me see if I can pull it up here. The Gates's spending time with the Soros. Here's the picture here. George Soros, David Rockefeller, Ted Turner, William Gates Sr. These are all known eugenicists, people who have openly talked about reducing the population. You see this bottom picture even here. There's Anthony Fauci hanging out with Ted Turner, William Gates Sr., um, some of the media folks, uh, George Soros. You know, this is they're all a part of that same club. And when you understand the true history of the Rockefellers, and their interest in eugenics, this goes way back. For those of you who haven't you know, done the research, I encourage you to uh, check this out. And I also encourage you to look at Bill Gates' father's, uh, his book, his memoir, William Gates Sr. He wrote that the Rockefellers were, you know, they're just the best family and that they want to stay with them, you know, stay in touch with them. And, and they, they look up to them and they've learned from them. And it's just clear that the Gates and the Rockefellers had uh, long-term connections. Now, but it's not only that, though. The Planned Parenthood, of you guys know, Planned Parenthood was originally funded by, a, in part, by a $1.5 million donation from the Rockefeller-created Population Council. And Gates 
Sr. was preceded at Planned Parenthood by Alan Guttmacher, who also worked as the director of the American Eugenics Society. So what I'm telling you here is that Planned Parenthood has a history of eugenics and that Bill Gates's uh, dad served as head of Planned Parenthood for a while and he was helping fund, uh, the Rockefellers were also helping fund that. And then I did find some, some other things going back further. You find uh, uh, Bill Gates' grandfather, William H. Gates, um, was on the American Eugenics Society. And there's other, you know, there's a professor, William Gates. I just go into the history of the family here and just kind of showing this. And this picture is from 2011, where you see William Gates, as I said, pictured with uh, the Rockefellers, George Soros, Ted Turner. Um, yeah. And just, just kind of to show you their history. Like, these are the people that believe that they are the technocrats, right? And Bill Gates also, as we know, had a, a relationship with Epstein. And we know Epstein was deeply involved in eugenics and concerned with furthering his bloodline and his seed and all these kinds of things. So the Gates family does have a history of of eugenics. And I'll even show you this. Let's just pull up Twitter right now, actually, because this is interesting. I want to make sure that you, those of you who don't know about the history of the Rockefellers, look at this. Just today, I posted this. The Rockefeller Foundation has released a statement apologizing for their eugenics past. And I put past in quotes, of course, because they claim it's in the past, but I wouldn't doubt, I wouldn't believe that. But the Rockefellers and now the Gates Foundation, they are deeply connected to the eugenics agenda. And Bill Gates does have concern with population growth. If you've learned that once the American eugenics movement grew and it was adopted by the Nazis and others, and then it fell out of disfavor and people weren't allowed to talk about these things anymore, the language started to change. They didn't use the term eugenics anymore. They talked about population growth and population control, and limiting population growth and these sort of terms. But it's all the same agenda, guys. These folks are eugenicists. So did Bill Gates say 3 billion people are going to die in that talk? No. Did he make a joke saying we need to get one of these numbers down to zero? Yes. Was he talking about population, people down to zero? I don't know. It doesn't appear to be. He was talking about energy. But that also doesn't sound good because that means he believes he, sh him and the technocrats, the unelected power, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the Great Reset, Agenda 2030, that they believe that they should be able to tell you what you can do with your life, when you can drive, when you can travel, what you can eat, where you can go. And I believe in saving the animals and saving the environment and living in harmony with the planet. But I also believe in voluntary consensual choices. And I don't believe in empowering these psychopaths to rule over us in this way. So that's just been a quick fact check. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I will continue to do these kinds of things when they pop up. Um, again, I'm going to be on the road for the activation tour, activationtour.org. If you want to see me speaking, sharing solutions throughout the month of October, check it out, activationtour.org. Also, stay tuned for the upcoming episodes of our documentary series, The Pyramid of Power. Check that out at thepyramidofpower.net, thepyramidofpower.net. And then finally, make sure to bookmark theconsciousresistance.com. That's where all of my content is, guys. So thank you so much for your support. Until next time, remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free. Peace.